It's the More Sports Now podcast. I'm Steve Titchener in our New Jersey studio. I'm joined by John McAlevey. He's on the line from New Providence. And we'll talk some baseball today. We'll talk Yankees, Mets. Uh, but let's start, uh, John, with the uh, Red Sox, because guess what? There's going to be a new uh, world champion in uh, in baseball. They've been just horrible uh, since the... Uh, well, since the trade uh, trade deadline, they didn't really. Uh, they got the cashing guy from freaking Baltimore. It's been a disaster. He's been horrible. <laughs> My goodness. And so, um, and and they've just been horrible. So they they've dropped out. I think they're what like nine games out of the wild card now. They're like seventeen and a half out in the uh, AL East, and it's just yeah. been uh, it's just been a mess uh, again, pretty much since the All Star break. Uh, well, no, they had a little uh, little run there where they took three or four from the Yankees, and then uh, then they proceeded to get swept the following week, and then they just yeah, went on they, a, they they just went on a horrible run. Games. Yeah, they took the first three games from the Yankees to get back to within eight, and they had their ace on the hill going Sunday night, Chris Sale, with a shot to get back into within seven games of the Yankees in the AL East. And, of course, Sale spit the bit, and from there they lost all three at home to Tampa Bay, and then went to Yankee Stadium, lost four more in a row, and then lost, I think, the first game or two of the following series. They lost eight or nine in a row, and that was it. Pretty much. And so, you know, moving forward, you know, this is the Yankees' year, it appears. And uh, But there's this thing, you know, listen, the Red Sox get, got past the Astros. And i got to tell you, as, as great as a season as they had, a regular season, I thought the Astros were going to be a big problem, and the Red Sox pretty much dispatched them. They were just had an amazing run; they really did. And now you got the Yankees playing lights out here. They're just hitting home runs after you know. I mean, just bombs all over the place. Of course, they're all against the Orioles. I mean, come on, they're just crushing the Orioles. Uh, you know, which is a ridiculously bad team. And but the Red Sox haven't done as well against the Orioles. So hey, you got to beat your bad teams, and the Red Sox haven't That's done right. that. So. Uh, you know, but they, you know, look, you know, they're going to win the AL East. We know this. And then they got to get past the Astros. And it's a very good team. Again, I said on last week's podcast, you know, they, you know, you know, with the with the long ball comes a lot of uh, swings and misses, too. You know, they, you know, sure. they can they can strike out, too. And when you're going up against good pitching, you know, there's there's no guarantees there. You're not going to sit there and bash everybody over the head. And when you're in a right. tight and when you're in a tight game, who's the better team? You know, and I, I would I would give a nod to the Astros there. So that'll be a very interesting series. Uh, and you got to believe it's going to come to that. I mean, who's going to well, you, yeah. what's, what's you Cleveland going to good when you can line up Justin Verlander, Garrett Cole and now Zach Greinke. I mean, what? I mean, but, but think about it. The Yankees, it seems like for the last couple of years, Brian Cashman has plucked somebody out of somewhere mm-hmm. and they've turned into either. You know, Cy Young on the mound or, you know, the, one of the greatest hitters of all time. Check, check out Domingo Herman. He won again last night, went seven innings. He's now 16 and two. Mm-hmm. He's got the most wins in, in all of Major League Baseball. They got 16 and two. They were hoping, you know, when Luis Severino went down, that maybe Herman could give them a little shot in the arm and pick up some innings. He's now 16 and two. I mean, how many times can I say that? So, you got to pencil him in. They really have to hope that the last start that Masahiro Tanaka had the other day, which was stellar, again, it was against a garbage team, that uh, that he's going to pick that up and pitch uh, well in the playoffs. And then a lot's going to fall on James Paxton, who they made the big trade in the offseason with Seattle. 
to bring him in just as Sheffield went the other day. He's been and awful. He, yeah, um, he, 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 Paxton's been people. a crapshoot. Couple of good outings here and there, and then he he, he yeah. can get bombed though, and he has yeah, he has not been great. Uh huh. And then and then again, maybe see what they get out of CC Sabathia, the Wiley veteran. Can he can he dial the clock back a few uh, a few years and and give them a you know literal and figurative shot in the arm in, in this stretch? But that that big three that Houston has is really going to be Huge. formidable. I see that Garrett Cole's had a bit of a hamstring issue recently. But then, listen to this, if they get through Houston, first of all, we don't even know if they're going to get through the American League, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, But if they get through Houston, then they're going to probably be staring at the Dodgers down at the end, who all they do is win. Yeah, I mean, the Dodgers are looking to go back to their third uh, World Series in a row. Yeah, maybe they'll win it this time, right? So Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the thing about Granke is, you know, he wasn't going to go to a team like the Yankees. The, you know, they, he doesn't want to play in a big market team. So, uh, you know, here there yeah. he is. He, the Astros uh, snap him up, man, and, and look at this, man. They, they're they're in uh, they're in good shape there. Right? I mean, uh, that that's a three-headed monster right there, really, is what you're saying. Yeah, plus uh, they mash, too. Mm-hmm. They got a hitter. Oh no! That oh, absolutely. Lineup. That's a thing, and they, you know, and and more so, uh, you know, good base running, a timely hitting, that kind of thing. What the Yankees are doing is just clubbing everybody over the head. But be right. careful with this. You know, this, this is some you know some stat patterns going on too. I mean, Glaber Torres going, you know, crushing Orioles pitching, getting three home runs what the other night, and so yes. come on, man. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, they're crushing the ball, but you know, and and, and the Orioles are all time bad. I mean, all time bad. So, you yeah. know, a lot of these wins are coming, you know, against some 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 bad teams. And, yeah. I, and I said, it's likely not going to happen. I remember said, hey, I think the Yankees might be able to win 110 games. And, you know, Matt was just was, you know, coughing. I was yeah. like, well, well, listen, I mean, it's it's possible now they'd have to go. I think some like 30 and 10 the West or the rest of the way. But do you see that as being impossible? Well, <laughs> let me tell you. With guys like Gio Urshela, I mean, the guy is lighting the game on fire. DJ LeMahieu was a nice player in Colorado. He's he's in the running for MVP. I mean, he's having an amazing season. And think about before Gary Sanchez got hurt, he was having a great bounce back year, hitting a lot of long balls. But um, you know, he's had the he's had the groin problem before he went on the injured list. He was in a mired in a pretty big slump. He's been back now for a couple of games. He's still uh, has only one hit in like his last 30 at bats and mm-hmm. the, uh, all hail Aaron judge who, you know, everyone likes to say is, is the best all around outfielder, um, in the American league, at least at, at this side of Mike Trout, New York fans think that he's only hit one home run in his last 18 games, striking out a ton like he has been. So, mm-hmm. you know, listen, they're, they're not firing on all of their cylinders. They're, cylinders their stars or not yeah and they're still annihilating the competition see judge is that kind of player where when he's good he's good but man he can be bad too he has some bad streaks in him and we've seen that um so they gotta uh, yanks gotta hope that he gets hot at the right time and yeah. uh in, in the playoffs but he seems like a guy who steps up in a big spot you know i like him you <laughs> know i i just like that player so yeah. uh so uh and i think he 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 will and then you got Minnesota too, you know, so yeah. you can't, you know, it's not a gimme for the Yankees by any means, but here's the thing. When you want to go Yankees versus Red Sox, which is, you know, like it's a lot of fun. 
And, you know, a lot of Yankee fans are saying, well, you know, everything fell in line for the Red Sox. And well, you know what? They won a championship, you know? And yep. so, but as a Red Sox, from a Red Sox standpoint, you, you want to be, you want to be special, right? You want to, you know, look, the, the Patriots are right there, pretty much a dynasty. And you, 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 the next thing is when you, you're that good, you want to say, hey, this is a dynasty and you've got to string together championships for that. And um, that obviously is not happening. But if you're a Red Sox fan, you cannot complain. You cannot, considering the history, considering that long drought and having four championships uh, in the turn of the century since, you know, 2000, whatever, 2004 is absolutely amazing. But still, I mean, you know, did Dombrowski do enough? Obviously not. That bullpen needed help, never got it. And the starters were really disappointing. I don't think you can blame the hitters. I don't think, you know, I mean, look, Mookie Betts had an all-time season last year. Is he expected to have another season like that? He's still good. You know, yeah. these, these guys are still hitting the ball. And by the way, runs, they're the, the scoring runs. That's not the problem. And they're, you know, they have a positive differential on run scoring. It's just that they're not, you know, they were prolific last year. And, and this year, you know something, Steve, yeah. we should have had, uh, we should have known right from that initial um, road trip to start the season. They started on the road in Seattle, four in Seattle, four in Oakland and three in Arizona. They came home. Three and eight, and everyone said, "Oh well, it's a little bit of a hangover." They have never recovered from that abysmal start. And again, we talk about yeah. where it starts. It starts sixty feet six inches from the mound, or from yeah. the plate. And their starting pitching has been awful. Chris Sale w- was furnished with a, an amazing contract right before the season started. He's been awful. Yeah, Rick Porcello won a Cy Young Award two years ago. He's pitching like a triple A guy. Well, listen, because because he, he's Mister he's Mister every other year. It's bizarre. He has a great David season, Price. bad season, great season, bad season, and he just yeah. so he you know he was being Rick Porcello this season yeah. pretty much. So and David Price, who was their, yeah. their best pitcher early on, mm-hmm. he's you know hasn't been great in the second half. You know he's had that spat with Dennis Eckersley, which has gotten everybody's. You know, like a, a bee in his bonnet. It's really stupid to to bring that back up again. And Eduardo Rodriguez has been pretty good, but his last few starts, he's really let them down. And let's not forget, you know, they've been at that luxury threshold. That they, like the only team in Major League Baseball that has gone over that number. They they mm-hmm. they lost their draft pick was ten spots further down. They've had to pay millions in the luxury tax, and they're still up at that number. So they couldn't bring Craig Kimball back. And they thought, oh yeah, we'll get away with the without having a closer. We'll go closer by committee. Well, that hasn't worked at all. Right. Their bullpen right. down the stretch has been awful. So you know, Mr. Dombrowski, his big move was to bring in Andrew Kashner, who was <laughs> having a really good season in Baltimore. What I call him, ca- I think I called him Cashin early. Okay, Cashner, the guy from Baltimore. Yeah. He's been awful. Well, he's it's been, been like an eight yeah, eight plus so ERA. Bad. Yeah. Yeah, and they stuck they, him in the bullpen. They put him in the bullpen. Yeah. So, so bad. what are you going to do? So it's been bad. And oh, by the way, and I don't think it makes a huge deal. It doesn't move the needle that much. But the London thing was a disaster. Now, I don't know how that all got set up because the Red Sox are the ones who gave away their home games. I guess, you know, John Henry, who's got his team in the Premier League in Liverpool or whatever, thought that he'd be a pal and, you know, move baseball forward in uh, in the UK. And so that, it was a disaster. Listen, John, you and I should have gone out there and pitched. They, they didn't even show oh. up. 
They were all, talk about pitching. My goodness, they were awful. Now the Yankees weren't much better, but they pretty much outslugged them. Is what is what happened, but that that was a disaster. And it was oh, act- it was a disaster. Yeah, it was actually surprising to see the Red Sox take three or four. Was, you know, later on, uh, you know, just a, what a month a month ago or so. So it, it was actually yeah, surprising you know, right to see. Second half of the season got started. We're yeah, thinking, all right, here we so go. Here we We're go. Making our push. And- you know, we brought in Cashner, who's been really good with Baltimore. Maybe he's got something in that beard of his that, that's right. going to bring some. Some luck, but he just has been terrible. And, um, you know, it's been downhill since there. Now, there's some rumblings up in Boston because their farm system is so bad. They're like dead last. They have really no young pitching prospects in there. There's been ideas floated that maybe do they put Mookie Betts on the trading block? I hate to see that. They can that. bring like four guys for the price of one there. I hate to see that, man. I mean, he's the table setter. You know, it's, it's so agree. important. Remember, actually, when Jacoby Ellsbury was actually effective and the Yankees pulled him away. And that's been a disaster for the Yankees, uh, oh. Ellsbury, you know, because he's been as brittle as he's been with the Red Sox pretty much. But he was the table setter at that time for the Red Sox. And it just rid and it, it affected them right out of the jump. They were not the same team. And then Mookie Betts comes along, man. And come on, man, that you I, I'd hate to see that. But, you know, who knows? Um you know, if they're if they're that depleted, you got to do something, right? Uh, and let's, yeah, oh yeah. So yeah. let's go. It'll, let's go. Go ahead. It'll be interesting. I mean, I would hate to see that happen, but he's been he's been reluctant to sign a long term deal. I know that they've approached him on that. They're hoping he wants to do like a Mike Trout type of thing. Obviously, for not as much money as Mike Trout, because there's you know he's going to win the MVP again this year. I mean, he's just yeah. He's, he's you know a once in a lifetime player. I mean, he's putting up statistics that will go down with the all time greats. And the Sox are hoping that Mookie will want to stick around and do that. Jersey so, boy, um, All right? Trout. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? Ma- amazing, the kid Can from South imagine? Jersey. Oh my yeah. goodness! So they're hoping that that Mookie wants to do that and stick around, but I don't know whether that's the case. He's been reluctant to do so. Um, I think one guy that we need to mention that you and I, I remember we did a podcast. Um, I guess it's two summers ago now down at the Brielle Ale House uh-huh. outside on a blazing. Yes, hot I remember day. that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and a young third baseman who came up, wound up, Red Sox were losing in the ninth inning of a game at Yankee Stadium where all this Chapman comes in throwing 103 miles an hour. And this young kid that nobody knew of, Rafael Devers, turned around a fastball uh, and was hit a home run to left center field that got out of here in a hurry. Yeah. And um, I remember one of the first home runs Chapman is, is allowed yeah. to anybody, let alone a left-handed batter. And if you um, if you didn't get a chance to see last night, Devers went six for six with four doubles. Well, that's what that listen hasn't been done in a zillion years. He's hitting like three twenty-five. It's crazy. He's got almost a hundred runs batted in. He's a legitimate, you know, MVP candidate this year and you know, for years to come, he's only 22. Yeah. And that's the bright spot there. There are some bright spots for the Red Sox and he's certainly won. He's having an amazing season. And again, yeah. they're, they're scoring runs. Their pitching's just and been a disaster. Been yeah. Yeah. Xander's Bogart's been good. It's been terrific. Yeah. So, so they've had some guys that are hitting and it's not like the other guys are, are, you know, 
doing nothing. It's just, uh, listen, it's just, it, it's just not the special season it was last year. That's just the, the facts, and, it, and, it, and that lies on the pitching. There's no question oh, about that. Pitching. Let's go over to the Mets, uh, and um, and pretty amazing run by the Mets. Where I was talking last week with Matt about and just that's just baseball, isn't it? Because, you know, you know, go back a month, month and a half ago, and then they're they're calling for heads. They're calling for the manager's yeah. head. They're calling for the GM's head. They're you know, and then boom, you put a streak together, and winning cures a lot, right? And all of a sudden, they're sure they're does. now they're going to Atlanta with a shot at, at at closing the gap in the NL East. So it's it it's sure that when you win fifteen yeah. out of seventeen, certainly helps. They've got themselves squarely back in the wild card hunt. Uh, as of this recording, they're two games back. They had that amazing run. They had two terrific come-from-behind wins this weekend against uh, the Nationals at uh, out at City Field. And with a chance to sweep, it would have been really sweet to sweep them. They had their guy, uh, Jacob deGrom, on the mound. Unfortunately, they made a big error in the first inning, gave up three runs. They wound up losing that game. Uh, and then after a day off Monday, they opened up in Atlanta Tuesday night and Zach Wheeler, who they were hoping was going to really set the tone, got rocked, uh, and they mm-hmm. wound up losing to Atlanta. The division race is over. They're nine games. They're not going to get back in the NL East. And the bigger problem is now that their their best all-around player, Jeff McNeil, who's an all-star this year, looks like he tweaked a hamstring, and they were doing an MRI. Uh, he could miss some time. And if they're yeah. table setter uh, and they're dirt dog, they're, they're all-around, um, you know, heart and soul really of this team, him and, and Alonzo. Oh, Alonzo's been if great. he's going to miss, you know, critical time here, that is really going to curtail them in this rush for a, uh, for a wild card. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, but it's been a kind of a nice run for them anyway. And at least you're playing meaningful games now because it looked like, again, like a couple of months ago, it looked like it was just a lost season. Yeah. And the nice the city field was rocking on Saturday. Yeah. And Sunday, all weekend. Yeah. It's terrific. So people are coming out and um, yeah. they still have life and uh, there's still a possibility there. So, uh, so the Mets um, at least salvage. Oh, series, Steve. Yeah. That, <laughs> it, and it, well, you know, it gets a little exciting now, right? I mean, when there's something on the line, I mean, cause it's yeah. been, it's, it's been a bore fest, honestly, really. When, when's something of significant uh, with, with the two teams lately, there really yep. hasn't been, but now there's a little juice going on, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. uh, oh, absolutely. which is cool. So, uh, so we'll certainly continue to follow baseball as we narrow down the season and get into playoff time. Always a fun time. And then we've got the, uh, RU reviews coming back. We've got zebra pen is sponsoring the RU review thrilled to have them back. We're going to have Eric Legrand, uh, back, uh, for a few shows as well. And we'll have some other guests too. And, uh, yeah, we'll- we're, uh, we're looking forward, Steve, on, on a personal note, our next podcast, which will be recorded on Monday, we're going to sit down with um, a fellow Milburn High School graduate. He's a young, I call him a young man. He's younger than I am. I, I've <laughs> never had a chance to meet him. His mother and my mother were, were teachers in the Milburn school system. It's Andrew Catalan, and he's, uh, he's a play-by-play announcer, NCAA basketball, golf, NFL uh-huh. on CBS with uh, with CBS Sports, so we're going to uh, 
chat up with Andrew on, yes. uh, on our next podcast. Should be really cool. Definitely uh, looking forward to that. So some really good shows, some really good podcasts coming up on the site. That, of course, is more sports now. We're covering all the local teams, the local sports. We got NFL football coming up. Of course, we just alluded to the RU review that's coming up as well. So a lot of good stuff going on here. And that'll do it for this week's show. I'm Steve Titchener here in our Jersey studio. Uh, John McAlevey is calling in from his house in New Providence, and we'll catch you all next week. Bye-bye.